0: Hey welcome race fans. We are here with our new show Under Caution. I'm Heather and this is Puka. Um, please share out our show and also like or subscribe. Now I saw the other uh, not too long ago Bloomer ended up in the winner's circle and uh, so I just want to throw out to you uh, do you think it's it's good for racing um, for Bloomer to end up in victory lane?
1: Whenever the goat wins it's good. It's oh. good for everything. Oh, Speaking of the goat, and speaking of the goat, Tom Brady. I heard last weekend five touchdown passes at one point. Now this was a driving and heard a headline came across the radio five. So he might end up with more, but that's what I heard. So at 44 years old, I believe now a guy who they wrote up 10 years ago, five touchdown passes. So it's good to see the goat of the NFL doing well. It's good to see the goat of late model racing back in victory lane. And there's, There's many reasons. You know, I've always said that, and we've said it on the One to Go show, that, you know, he's kind of a promoter's dream. You know, he's got the mystique. He's got the skull and bones. He's got that brand. He's got that image.
0: Very much a brand. Uh, Yeah, and
1: just really, actually, one thing, too, is just to keep the win streak alive. He's won races, as far as I know, in the 80s, 90s. 2000s, 2010s, and now, squeaking this one out, 2020, so five decades of winning for Mr., or Black Sunshines, I think is what they call him, and you know, and he's just, he's been around, he's got the name recognition, if, if, if just a casual person was to walk into a local supermarket, and there is a World of Outlaw poster there, and you name a few drivers that's going to be there, you know, Bloomquist is synonymous with dirt track and late model racing, kind of like,
0: yeah, well, it's it's like, if you know that Bloomquist is coming, whether you love him or hate him, you're going to show. Because either you want to be there to boo as loud as you can, <laughs> or you want to cheer as loud as you can. So, you know, love him or hate him, people follow.
1: Yeah, yeah. so you got, you got a name like Bloomquist, you get got a name like Steve Kinzer with sprints, Earnhardt, Petty, you know, even Donnie Schatz maybe now with the sprints. There's just certain names that stick out with racing, and, and he's one of them, and... Mm-hmm. and Moyer. We'll talk maybe a little bit more about Moyer later.
0: He's, he's my choice for yeah. <laughs> goats. I, I like squeaky clean. You know, I, I, Bloomers is not not enough squeaky clean in order to be my goat.
1: <laughs> so, so we will. Okay, we'll get into Moyer in just a bit here. Then, but uh, but back to Bloomquist in the interviews. The interviews are always so good. He always leaves just a little bit to be desired. And even with the competitors, it, to me, it seems if he's talking. Post race anybody wins a race, yeah, we you know we're working hard on the shocks. And that's kinda of how he talks. He's like, Yeah, we've been uh we've been working hard on our uh, shock program, you know. It's like if he's saying shocks now, I have a feeling it was shocks last year and he's working on
0: something
1: else. Yeah, aerodynamics this year. I I, I that that's how you stay on top and win races over five decades. And you're not telling people what you're doing now. You're having them chase you know, you're a squirrel chasing nuts over there and all the acorns are yeah. stashed away over here kind Chased of thing. Ingenuity. I, I don't know that for sure, but it just seems like it. And you talked about the boos. I remember Jeff Gordon got interviewed, and I think Dale Sr. was still alive at this point. And he he was he said, Jeff, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And Jeff said, well, Dale Earnhardt taught me one thing. Mm-hmm. When they stop booing, start worrying. Mm-hmm. You know, because people boo winners. And there's no question that Bloomquist gets the most booze. Now, at one point... 5 years ago there were people saying you know you go to one of these races half the t-shirts in the audience Scott Blumkus. the other half everybody else mm-hmm. uh, you know he's done really well and of course the skull and bones we we'll get back to that. that that always helps now the dirt track world championship coming up 100,000 to win be the highest paying race of the year of course he's the past champion there's that 80 20 rule in life you know of the races are going to be won by 20% of the the racers. So you can use that rule just about anything, just to to get kind of a a gauge on things. Would I put Bloomer in the 20% that's most likely to win this year? No. But would you have put Scott Bloomquist in the 20% that was most likely to win the 1988 World 100 when he won his first World 100? Probably not. So would I be surprised if Bloomquist won the Dirt Track World Championship? No. no. So, you know, that that's one thing to watch here coming up. And then the other thing for Bloomer is 2021. Obviously, he ran the, you know, he's running the entire World of Outlaw Late Model Series this year. He's getting into his mid-50s. Does he really want to grind up and down the road like that? Dryden's his big sponsor. Now, dryden has got this real tie-in with Dirt Vision. And Dirt Vision is the company that, broadcast all the races online uh, for not just the world of outlaw late models but also the world of outlaw sprint cars they got you know driving car around that side too they said they're really tied in with this dirt vision i suppose a company of that size they're not necessarily worried about the three four thousand fans every night they want the three four thousand fans plus they want the ten thousand fans you know they're they're looking at how many Go get hundred thousand fans, maybe a week between the broadcast and and mm-hmm. you know the, the 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 studio or not are the uh, audience at, at the at the event. So they got the driving factor. So I'm sure they're going to want him to continue. I don't think they are want him going Lucas because, like I said, they seem to be tied into Dirt Vision, and Dirt, Dirt Vision has is mm-hmm. like I said provide provider of World of Malls, World of, uh, Late World, of World, of World of, anything World Racing Group. But the other element to think about Lucas is the chassis side. So he's got the chassis. They haven't been the best this year. Ricky Weiss is about the best, you know, running second in the woo points. But now there's rumors that he's leaving and he's going to do his own thing. And you've got Bloomer running. Chris Ferguson is had a pretty good year. He's running mainly the Lucas stuff. Dale McDowell, of course, is there, you know, but he's more regional. He doesn't do a lot of a lot of the national stuff anymore. And, you know, it, we saw from Billy Moyer, the aforementioned, with Victory Circle, after a while it was tough being a racer and a chassis guy, so he went back just to racing. And then uh, D- uh, Daryl Anigan for this year, you know, same thing, dropped off with the Chasseville and just back to driving. So, and like I said, they're, you know, the Blomkis cars are an eyelash behind right now, so in order to get them up to par, is he going to be able to get back on, on the road? Now, on the road, it's early October. Last year, the World of Outlaw late model series started on January 4th down at Vado. Mm-hmm. Vado is currently not on the schedule. But if they were to sneak Vado back in, the 2021 World of Elite Model season is less than 90 days away. They're scheduled to start in mid-January in Florida. If even with that, we're just over 90 days. We're like 100 days away. So the 20, we haven't even crowned the 2020 champion. Well, we more or less have. And there's nobody going to catch Brandon Shepard. They mm-hmm. got about five races left. But the interesting thing is, is...
0: The start is just really Yeah, harder. so so
1: these decisions for a guy like Bloomquist need to be made sooner than later. We're mm-hmm. we're 90 to 100 days away. Now, the goat. Who's the goat?
0: I vote for Moyer. That's that's my vote. Um, I mean Bloomer Bloomer's great. I don't get me wrong. I I enjoy him a lot, but um, I just there's there's just some controversy controversy around him that um, I I just think that you need you need to be a little I don't know, a little cleaner than that. So, um, I don't know. That's just my choice as Moyer. Um, You know, please share out in the comments below who you think the GOAT of late model racing is and uh, see where we end up. Um, I don't know that there's really a wrong answer here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you said the comment because yeah, I'm probably gonna get some pushback for calling uh, Bloomquist the GOAT. So if you disagree or you agree, yeah, please comment below. Let us know who you think the GOAT is. Now the interesting thing about Billy Moyer is, and you can see this on our YouTube channel, I interviewed Billy at the USA Nationals, and he's really making it sound like this is it. You know, this is the last year he ran in the top five, well, he led 40 or so laps at the USA Nationals. I think he ended up about third, fourth, fifth, and he said, you know, I said, come back next year and give it another run. He said, oh, this is it, this is my last year here, so that'll be interesting. But the other thing with Moyer is he's been a lot, a little bit Brett Farvish, and he's he's announced retirement, and then he keeps coming back and he keeps racing. So maybe you can also comment on that race, fans. Mm-hmm. Isn't another Brett Favre retirement for Billy Moyer, or do you believe that this is it here in twenty twenty for Billy Moyer, Mister Smooth?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It'd be nice to see him just come out for specials then. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, having met him, um, he's quite the gentleman. So um, you know, once again, the goat. Thank you for joining us here on Under Caution, and um, we'll see you next time.